T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Paul Jarchian from LeagueSafe.com and Fanball.com now joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Can you believe they said, nah, this is good the way it is, Paul Jarchian? You know what's really distressing about this more than anything else is nobody wants this. Nobody. The players don't want it. The quarterbacks don't want it. And none of the fans want it. Nobody wants the game played this way. And the NFL, in just sheer arrogance, does not listen to its customer base or its own players. It's, it is mind-boggling. I mean, I think they just they want so much to be seen as progressive and, and, and trying to ensure the safety of the players. It's not a safe game. It's never been a safe game, and everybody knows what they're signing up for when they sign the contract. It is a dangerous game. Everybody gets that, and that's part of what they, they – that's the terms of the deal. They have to listen to their customers at some point on this, or it is going to materially hurt the game, that the sport that we all love. Yep, I completely agree. They don't – they're not getting it. And it's funny because I have seen more reports from more professors – and more people in the physics department that physically say to not land on another person when you are charging at that particular person, when they fall and you're tackling them, it is almost 99.99 infinitesimally impossible not to put yeah. weight on that person. And right. it, the, the league is legislating stupidity. They really are. And we've already had, we've already had one injury to a, a, a defensive player who claims that the injury happened because he was trying to not land with his weight and you just you you just you can't win on this thing and it's just so it is so universally unpopular and the nfl just can't admit a mistake on this you know they can read they can go backwards on it anytime they want and they just won't and yep. it's so frustrating anyway ah anyway well let's get to ah. it we got people with fantasy football questions let's go to michael listening to us in mcguanago michael how you doing today you got a question for the charge yeah quick one um I can't believe I'm saying this. Mahomes or Rivers? Yeah, well, get, get used to it. And usually it's not even going to be close. He passed Mahomes my number one quarterback. And he goes up against Denver. And if this were the Denver secondary of a couple of years ago, well, we'd have a head scratcher. But honestly, this the Denver secondary is just run of the mill now. Uh, Adam Pacman Jones is on his last leg. Bradley Roby has regressed. Um, and, you know, here, you, here come the Chiefs. Sammy Watkins and Tyreek Hill and you know Travis Kelsey and all the other ways that they can beat you. Patrick Mahomes has now thrown touchdowns to nine different players in three weeks. I mean, it's just staggering that any player can do this. So yeah, let's uh, let's keep starting Patrick Mahomes until he gives us a reason not to. Uh, Ronnie tweets us says nine PPR Ridley or Cooks and he has the Minnesota defense. He said if that factors in. I like Brandon Cooks tonight, um, and uh, I'll tell you why. The Vikings have uh, two corners, Xavier Rhodes, who always gets sort of the more physical receiver, and Trey Waynes, who gets the fast receiver. And that's always going to be Brandon Cooks in this matchup, because Cooks is really fast. Waynes is not a, great, it's not a great technical cornerback, but he makes up for his mistakes with his speed, Bill, and he's got a bad ankle. And Cooks is faster than he is. And um, I really think Cooks is going to get by him at least once in this game. So 
I see a blowout coming for the Rams uh, against the Vikings offensive line that's just in tatters. They'll be without their starting left tackle, Riley Reef, uh, barring you know something surprising changing in the next couple hours. So uh, I, I like uh, I like Brandon Cooks, and I think the Rams score a bunch of points tonight. All right, let's get back at it. Tom's in Menominee Falls. Tom, how you doing? All right, thank, thanks for taking my call. Uh, would you start Mari Cooper over either John Brown or Robert Woods? No, at this point, I would not, uh, and that's probably going forward. In fact. There's a term, Bill, that we like to use called the sabotage drop. The sabotage drop is when you drop outright a name player like Amari Cooper, and you let somebody else make the mistake of tossing that guy into their lineup on and off throughout the season and let them suffer because Amari Cooper is so damn inconsistent. Week one, one catch. So everybody benches him. Week two, blows up, like 10 catches that week. Then week three comes, two catches. And you can't know when it's coming. He disappears way too often. He slumped all the way down to number 43 on my wide receiver list. I, I just think he's – and by the way, he's got the Browns this week. Browns secondary has become good. So a lot of reasons not to start him, and you could even do the sabotage drop, Bill. The sabotage drop is a new thing. We should have a shirt made up with a hashtag. I think – you know we should, do. <laughs> I think we should have Joe – Joe should uh, be ready on the classic Beastie Boys song, Sabotage, so that when we talk Sabotage Drop, he's ready to go on the sound anytime it comes up in the future. There you have it. Already. Uh, let's go to Jason yeah. with us in South Milwaukee. Jason, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Hey, what's up, guys? PPR League. Kevin Coleman or Javarius Allen? Kevin Coleman. Anytime Kevin Coleman is the, the only running back there when Freeman's out, dude's money. You know, just don't argue about it. You've got effectively a top 10 running back in any of those situations. He's my number nine running back now. He goes head-to-head with Cincinnati, a team that's allowed a touchdown on 78% of opponents' red zone drives. And Tevin Coleman's a finisher. He'll get the ball near the stripe. I like Tevin Coleman, number nine running back this week. There you have it. Uh, Stephon Diggs or Calvin Ridley? Chuck wants to know on Twitter. Uh, I like uh, I like Diggs in this matchup. Although I don't, I, the Vikings are going to be passing throughout. Get this: last week's debacle with the Bills. Bill, they ran four rushing plays. Four. Yeah, that's kind of nuts. And then I read that I was looking at some of the game book on that. I couldn't believe it because I thought that was I was looking at like the first half stats or something. Yeah, right. Exactly. It, it's it's ridiculous. The run blocking on this unit is so bad. They will be passing a lot. And as you as your listeners may or may not know, both Rams cornerbacks are out. So Akeem Tlaib just went on IR. Marcus Peters is not expected to play in this one. The Vikings are going to be, be behind. They're going to be passing a ton. And Sam Shields. Remember Sam Shields? I do. He's going to be taking the field. Yeah, he'll, he'll be taking the field trying to stop Stephon Diggs. That's uh, we'll give. That's. Strongly in favor of Stefan Diggs. Uh, let's get back to it. Let's go to Josh in Greendale. Josh, you got a question for Paul Charchi. What's happening? Not too much. Uh, need uh, two of these. Um, I got Marshawn Lynch, Robert Woods, uh, Cook with Minnesota, and uh, Bernard with uh, Cincinnati. Yeah, um, Bernard is definitely in another case of a back where he's normally a backup, but he gets all the work. He looked good last week, and this is another favorable matchup for Giovanni Bernard, who rockets up to number four on my running back list as he goes up against Atlanta, in part because Atlanta just can't stop pass-catching backs. It's, it's amazing. They're allowing the most receptions to backs this year, the Falcons are. They allowed the most receptions to backs 
last year. They allowed the most receptions to backs the year before that. They allowed the most receptions to running backs the year before that. That's your Atlanta Falcons right there. And here comes Giovanni Bernard, an elite pass catching back. He is a fantastic start. And the guy I'm going to throw out of that for sure is Dalvin Cook, who, again, for the reasons we were just talking about, the Vikings are going to be behind. They can't run block. And he's trying to run into Indominus Kinsu and Aaron Donald. I, I don't like I don't like any of his chances in this one. There you have it. Good stuff there. Uh, let's get back at it. TJ's in Greenfield. TJ, you got a question for Paul Charchian? Yeah, I'm hoping John Brown plays this weekend, but I need a flex. Uh, standard league, Marquise Goodwin, Amendola, or Christian Kirk? Ugh. Uh, well, <laughs> Marquise Goodwin's got C.J. Beathard throwing him the ball now. Josh Rosen's making his first start of his NFL career for Christian Kirk. So I'm going to throw those two guys out by process of elimination. But I think you're going to get John Brown in this game, and it's a lovely matchup against Pittsburgh. John Brown has been a he's been one of the, the one of the best looks like one of the best free agent signings we've seen this uh, past offseason for the Ravens. Thanks for the phone call. It's uh, another one here. We've got uh, boy, who else do we have here? Holy mackerel, we got so much. This one's uh, from Drew. Drew, what do you got for us? Drew, uh, listening to us in Heartland. Drew, what's up? Hey, I need uh, two of these guys, uh, non-PPR, uh, Geronimo Allison, Tyler Lockett, Keelan Cole, or Marlon Mack, if he plays. Yeah, and, you know, we're going to throw Mack out anyway because um, it, it's just a rotation of backs, and that's it's infuriating, unfortunately. Geronimo Allison has been nicely productive, hasn't he? He has um, been, yeah. He, I, he's an, he's yeah. an up-and-comer, yeah. He really is. You and I talked about him a lot in the preseason, and I felt – I felt like he was being he was going undrafted in most leagues. I'm like, you know, he's going to be on the field almost every play and then Aaron Rodgers led offense. We might want to go get Geronimo Allison and he's uh he's been good. For a guy who's not that fast, how does he get open deep all the time? It's uh it's remarkable. Uh meanwhile Tyler Lockett has scored in every game this year. Um there's he will likely be find himself in another positive situation this week. Um and I don't believe Doug Baldwin's going to come back yet. There's a chance he will, but probably not. The only risk on Tyler Lockett is he goes up against Arizona. If Patrick Peterson decides to put him in the headlock, then it's going to be it's going to be tricky if uh, Peterson holds him down uh, throughout the game. Paul Charchian joining us. Fanball.com, LeagueSafe.com, fantasy football questions, and uh, the phone lines are lit. Hopefully you're not, but if you are, that's okay. Call in anyway. No problem. We continue on with Paul Georgian, and uh, we get to uh, Tony. Tony, welcome to the program. What you got going on, man? How are we going, gentlemen? Hey, I got a real quick one for you. I'm uh, comfortably in last place in my league, so I'm looking <laughs> for a uh, quarterback. I have Fitz Magic, or is there another free agent quarterback else you think is worthy of uh, picking up? And then uh, what do you think of Chris Ivory as a start today? I'll hang up and listen. Thanks, Ed. Yeah, uh, if if Ivory's the only guy who goes uh, for Buffalo, then okay, maybe. Um, you know, your run defense there has not been great, as I you probably don't need me to tell you. But if LaShawn McCoy's back, then, then Ivory's out. Two quarterbacks you should pick up. One, Joe Flacco, averaging almost 300 yards and two touchdowns per game. He faces Pittsburgh this week in Pittsburgh. His last two games in Pittsburgh, 300 yards and two touchdowns. So I... Feel pretty good about that one. The other one, and Phil, get this. How about a quarterback available in 92% of fantasy leagues who has won 10 of his last 11 games and has thrown multiple touchdowns every week of the season? Any idea who I'm talking about? No, not with a record like that. Who? 
10 of his last 11 games, Ryan Tannehill. Is that right? 650 days away from the away from NFL football, he has thrown two, two, and three touchdown passes. He's got the Patriots this week with a win here, Bill. The Dolphins are three and a half games ahead of the Patriots through four weeks. If he gets a win here, it's one. He is the most unheralded, unappreciated quarterbacks. If, if certainly in the league right now, he is absolutely number. Maybe the maybe regardless of position, he's the most unheralded player. And a and name he, that I never thought of, no, never thought, no, n- no, never no. thought of. It's so, he's so anonymous. Yet here they are, the undefeated Miami Dolphins, one of three undefeated teams. Nobody knows. Nobody cares. Fantasy owners don't seem to want his multiple touchdowns. It's bizarre. Hey, speaking of Ryan Tannehill, yes, uh, he is very cheap in our fan ball week four thirty thousand dollar game. It's free again for your listeners. But let me mention this: the contest has only got seven thousand available entries in it, and once they're gone, they're gone, and it's going to fill. Hundred percent chance it's going to fill. It's already more than half full for this weekend. Again, just like the last several weeks, Bill, the way your listeners can play for free, and the only way to play, get into this paid contest for free fanball.com slash radio just build a lineup for week four register for the site done no shenanigans no credit card nothing else that's it it's all it takes to get a lineup into the free thirty thousand dollar tournament fanball.com slash radio fanball.com slash radio back at it let's get to uh let's go to jeremy in milwaukee jeremy how you doing today man what's going on or jerry i should say jerry good either jerry jeremy it's all good um i have Picked the wrong guy every week, so I figured I'd go to the experts this week. Um, and I don't know if this makes a difference, but I do have Devontae Adams as one of my receivers. But out of these three, do I start Goff, Rodgers, or Cousins? I've got Goff the highest of the bunch. Um, he has, as good as, as good as he looked last year, he's better this year. He's been just sensational, and he's, He's getting a dispirited Vikings defense that's traveling in a short week to play uh, to play tonight on a Thursday night, and you know the Rams attack with three very good receivers, which strains opponents' cornerbacks. And Trey Wayne isn't right as I mentioned before, so I've got Jared Goff the highest among all of them. Got him one spot higher than uh, than Aaron Rodgers this week. So yeah, let's go with Jared Goff. Good stuff there. I got another one. Tommy is listening to us in Milwaukee. Tommy, how you doing? Hey, how you doing, buddy? I love the show. Um, I, I got two out of three as a standard league. I'm looking at Robinson, uh, Tyreek Hill, and, or Brandon Cooks. I need two out of three. And I you said Cooks. Well, Tyreek so. Tyree Hill is every single week, undoubtedly, in a hundred percent play every single week. Never even never deviate from that. Um, and as I mentioned earlier, I love Brandon Cooks going up against a hobbled Trey Wayne. I think that's a very favorable matchup. So let's uh, let's take Brandon Cooks, who's been the, the best of the uh, the Rams receivers so far this year. Um, let's. Uh, what else do we have here for you? There's another one here, and, and uh, Carson Wentz or Jared Goff. 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 I just mentioned Goff, and I do have him higher than Wentz. But since we just talked about Goff, let's touch on Wentz for a minute. Uh, his arm looked pretty good in that first game back from last year's ACL. The running's not there. And what made Wentz such an amazing fantasy player last year was that he was running the ball all over the place. He was scoring rushing touchdowns, running for 40, 50 yards a game, and all that's going to be gone. Nevertheless, a good matchup. Titans secondary was really bad last year. This year's version is only a hair better than really bad. 
They've got the the Super Bowl cast off of Malcolm Butler. Remember, of course, Malcolm Butler got deactivated for the Super Bowl and mm-hmm. benched. Um, he's not working out. So let's go with Carson Wentz. And he's still no Alshon Jeffrey. That worries me a little bit, but I still think he's a safe play. Give me a – we already gave us Tannehill. Is there another sleeper out there that would be good to go yeah, after? There is. I don't think we've talked about Joe Flacco, or did we? I don't think Kind of mentioned Joe, Joe Flacco. Flacco. You said, yeah, because he's averaging 300 yards and a couple of, a yeah, couple of no, touchdowns. Thank you. I lose track sometimes. That's I okay. For that. Here's here's another NFC Central angle for you. If Mitch Trubisky can't get it done here, I think we it's it, I'm ready. To, I'm on the verge of calling it a career. This is such a great opportunity, and he's been so lackluster to this point. It's Tampa Bay on a short week traveling. They're missing two of their three starting cornerbacks, and the one that's left, Brent Grimes, is 35 years old. There's positive matchups all over the field as they start rookie cornerback M.J. Stewart and rookie cornerback Carlton Davis. Tampa ranks 31st in passing yards allowed, dead last completions allowed. Mitch Trubisky, if he can't do it here, I'm officially changing his his nickname from this point going forward will be Sad Trombonski. (laughs) Great stuff as always, pal. We will talk again next week, okay? Thanks again. Talk to you later. Fantastic, Bye-bye. pal. There you go. That is uh, that is our buddy, The Charge. By the way, he's got that free play. Don't forget, it's at Fanball.com. Fanball.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.